Paula, we've got a really exciting partnership with Kite String Cantina. Yes, we do, Josh. Kite String Cantina is this awesome restaurant here in Chicago. It's like a restaurant bar, um, great cocktails, amazing food, the nicest people on earth. And uh, they also do this thing called the Kite String Food Club, where every week you can order this honestly enormous box of like locally sourced produce. And then there's one thing that's already in there that's um, like made. And then you just got to cook it up and they have instructions and it's amazing food. Like I've done last week we did, um, it was like guava glazed pork belly and homemade cornbread. And then this amazing. Week was like fish tacos. It's they're amazing. And I started doing it the second week of quarantine and I do it every week. Um, but we're, we're partnering with them. So this next week is their barbecue box. And if you order it, there's a few, a few little cards from no wrong answers in there. Yeah. We're so excited about being able to do this with such a cool local spot. Um, as Paula said, this kite food club is awesome. It's also a good way to get stuff for Memorial day. If you're doing a cookout, um, I believe it's like cookout themed and there's sausages. Paula, do you want to oh, give us like can... a little rundown of what's in the box coming up? I'm going to read us the entire thing. Rotwurst links from Gunthorpe Farms, chorizo links from Jake's Country Meats. Always a vegetarian option. This week is house-made black bean and millet burgers. Millet. Whatever. <laughs> Chipotle mustard, roasted peppers, guacamole mix, avocados, salt and lime chips, and they make their chips there, and they are like I will buy an extra bag every week. Uh, Bushel and Peck's Cherry Bomb Hot Sauce, assorted spring veggies. And it's like so cheap. It's cheaper than your grocery shopping too. It's a great place. So if you want in on this action, you need to order it today, Monday. Yeah. That's why our episode is coming out Monday. So you have a chance to order it right now, honey. Get, yeah, because get on your phone. We care about you and your taste buds. So get on your phone and you can look them up. It's Kite String Cantina. You can Google them. You can find them on Google Maps. Also on social, it's at kite underscore. It's at kite underscore string underscore cantina. Um, and there's a link just in their bio there to the Kite Food Club. Check that out. They're in uh, Roscoe Village, Lakeview kind of area of Chicago. They're our friends. They should be your friends too. And you can check out uh, No Wrong Answers in the box this week. And you can support them going forward. Yes. And they do this every week. So while we're in it this week, if you're listening to this late, you can still order it for next week, honey. Welcome to Being Artist, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to talk about the earnest and sincere topics of the day. What's our topic today, Josh? Our topic today is sticky. Ew. What a <laughs> gross way to say it. I know, but it's a gross sensation. Sticky. Yeah, I don't think anyone likes being sticky. You know, like there's a lot of states of being where you could be like, oh, I'm wet or I'm hot or I'm like really dried out. Like sticky is universally the worst one of those. Yeah, it's it's pretty nasty. It's pretty nasty. What type of sticky is your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Um, you well, gross, you gross pervert. What kind of sticky do you like? <laughs> Because everyone's got one. Everyone I likes one kind of thinking it that way. Um, but we did think of this because it's been humid here. And guess what? I will not feel clean again until October. Yeah, until October. Yeah, exactly. There should be a, a small film 
of sweat oh. and and like salt all over my entire body. Oh yeah. 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 And you'll feel so nice when you leave the house. You're like, I'm wearing my little summer outfit. I feel clean. I feel good. And immediately three minutes outside, you're like, I am just a, human beings are just disgusting animals. Yeah. And I'm, I, this is the time of year when I regret having a beard. I 99% of the time know that a beard is a good choice for me because I still really have a defined jawline without a beard it's just helpful. It makes me look older. I never get carded, all this kind of stuff. Not that I'm anywhere near being carded age anymore. <laughs> that's why we don't get that's why we don't get carded. Yeah. Yeah. That and the fake mustache and the fact that I sit on someone's shoulders in a trench coat. <laughs> David, my my boyfriend also has a beard. And every time like we order alcohol somewhere, he whips out his card. And like it's come to a point where they're like, thanks. Like you can tell they don't want to insult him, but they're like, we don't really. We don't really need it. Yeah, right. Like, That's so okay. funny. Because, yeah, when okay. you're first able to do the drink, you're like, please card me. I want to yeah. be carded. Yes. I remember the first time I went and got a legal drink, they didn't card me. And I was oh. like, wait, what? What? Um, what? What? Please? You're could like, you I could have been doing this the whole time. Yeah, I know. Which is actually what happened with the liquor store on campus, like uh, near our off-campus apartment. We went in and gave them a different ID once we were legal. And they were like, you scamps, you've <gasps> been tricking us this whole time. But like they served a, a college po like population. So, of course. Yeah. But it was like a, a knowing like, oh, this is the real one now, huh? Oh. Uh-oh. Beep, beep. Is that the police? Yeah. <laughs> They're just showing up and honking their horn. <laughs> it's the, uh, um, it's the, the underage patrol. Oh, okay. Underage cops. Underage could, cops. That Team could hot. be a TV show. Not that yeah. we want to glorify cops, but. Underage. Well, yeah, maybe, um, you know, like I think the only version of cops that is like acceptable because cops is a TV show. is like disgusting like mm -hmm. disgusting as a tv show but there is northwood's law which is the animal people it's just the dmv being like you can't fish here without a permit sure <laughs> so i think we need to give it to them yeah exactly hey yes. hold on a second the legal limit number of shrimp to catch is 20 pounds and you've got a hundred pounds <laughs> put it back put them back in the ocean um, but yeah, I regret having a beard in the summer. It's really hot. It's really sweaty. And it's even worse with a mask. It just kind of like all becomes one massive, massive, just sweat ball right on my face and then acne and all that kind of fun stuff. Disgusting. Disgusting. So um, okay. If we couldn't sweat, how would you want to regulate your body temperature? <laughs> <laughs> I think the like obvious answer is dog panting, but that feels... Again, oddly sexual. Yeah, it really like if if you were like sitting outside somewhere and like somebody walks by panting, I would have to go home. Yeah, I'm thinking outside the box, and I'm gonna put a content warning on this that this is probably just gonna be gross from here on out. But like, what if you just every like you had to pee or take a poo every twenty minutes, hour, whatever it is, you had to like expel your sweat in some way. Like you just were like, hold on for a moment. I need to go to the sweat shack. And you just like cough up like a cat hairballs worth of sweat. Oh my God, that's so, I, I, I thought you were going to say I'd want to pee out my sweat, but you decided that wasn't gross enough. 
you wanted to create a universe in when in which we are just dispelling hunk physical hunks of sweat. But what if it was like a cute little like it looked like the Valentine's candy or something like that? Like it came out disgusting. Do you know what I mean? Like I think then we would also find Valentine's candy repulsive. Repulsive. Do we not already find it repulsive? I like it. The chalk stuff? Yeah. The stuff that tells you like be mine and that really to be a little punished. Yeah. Punished for eating the candy in the first place. <laughs> I want to have a good time, but not that good a time. Mm, got it. Got it. Because love isn't all sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> exactly. Some, sometimes it's, you are too cute. <laughs> you are too, number two, cute. Oh, it'd be QT. You are QT. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How would you like to regulate your body temperature? I was going to say something normal, like just crying. That would be, I don't know that, I don't know if that's normal, but I do like the idea that's like, hold on a minute. I've been outside at this music festival for like, I'm so hot. Think of the attention. (laughs) So, okay. In this universe, are you the only person who regulates your body temperature in that way? Or does everyone do? No, it's, it's us. It's, it's just the I two of us. That. It's me and you have this affinity. Okay, and so while I have chosen to cry or maybe something with leeches, you know, like leeches, like the bloodletting, like maybe I have mm-hmm. leeches and they're soaking up the sweat. It's a symbiotic relationship. Yes. You have chosen to barf up conversation hearts. Yeah, I have. Sweat. Yeah. Well, uh, it's. It's not necessarily sweat. It's just the salt from the sweat, you know? Yeah. I The other thing I was thinking about is what if we were cold-blooded Ooh. and you had to sun yourself and then get in the shade and then sun yourself and then get in the shade? Scamper over. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like that in the winter. I'm like, maybe I already am. <laughs> I just want to lay I'm, under a sun lamp. Yeah. My whole everything that makes the day okay is just because of this sun lamp. <laughs> So sap is kind of like tree sweat, right? Oh, do you remember that feeling of like when you were a kid and you would see sap on a tree and you're like, I just got to touch it because I want to see what it tastes like. Yeah. And then you would just be, it would taste bad and you would be so sticky. Was that just me? I don't know that I ever put it in my mouth, but it was the like uncontrollable urge to touch it. Yeah. Even though I knew I was going to be sticky. It was just like, I have to touch this sticky substance. What what is sap? Are you looking it up? Mm-hmm. He's acting like he's acting like he knew. He's looking it up. I don't. I have no idea what it is. Do you think it's like the tears of a tree? What do you I don't think know. it is. What do you think it is? What do I think it is? I think it's where I think that um, little seeds are protected in it. Nope, it's worse. What is it? Um, I am reading from the treecenter.com. That sounds legit to me. What is tree sap? And this, the first paragraph or the first sentence even is filled with nutrients and minerals. Sap is the blood of a tree. <gasps> Trees have blood. I mean, I think it's a metaphor, but yeah. There is blood rushing through the veins of trees and it's sticky as hell. And it's very slow. So, yeah, it carries energy oh. out into the branches when new buds are forming in springtime. It comes in many forms. It can be that stuff that gets on your clothes and sticks to your car, or it can be perfectly drizzled over pancakes. 
And if those things weren't interesting enough for this curious substance, it has also been this subject of shocking photographs that swept the world thanks to disease. I hope they do not tell anything else about those photographs. I hope that article just says it's shocking photographs and <laughs> and disease. <laughs> um yeah, so it's different types. There's different stuff that goes into sap. But yeah, it's like it carries all the nutrients and that sticky stuff. Imagine like imagine if you cut your finger and you're like, "Oh no. This delicious sap." You are, we're really getting into gross out humor. We're really turning into shock jock radio over here. Well, yeah, yeah. Now, do you think that we would still be cutting down trees all the time in society if sap was blood? Like you cut down a tree and it just bled? I would screamed. I would not be using any paper products. Yeah, right, exactly. And maybe that's why we shouldn't be using paper products. You make a good point. Yeah. Uh, what would you What would you replace with sap? What would I replace with sap, or what would I replace sap with? Uh, you know what I mean. That one. <laughs> Don't play coy. What if it was just like natural peanut butter? You know, the kind that kind of flows and you have to stir it a little bit, but it was like, that's our nature. Like you just, you know how you can like make maple syrup by like tapping a tree and you put it in there and the sap comes out. What if you were like, well, up here in these woods, we just, we got the peanut butter straight from the tree. You're like, isn't it peanut butter? And you're like, that's tree peanut butter. Sometimes things don't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like that. And I also like that because I have also made the grave mistake of buying organic peanut butter and you're always like i wish this was gifs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's too much work it's so much work it doesn't taste as good it feels it feels so sticky in your mouth yes it's it's added sugar yeah it's literally just like if you were like do you want to turn your mouth into cement have natural peanut butter (laughs) what if we took the joy out of peanut butter would you want to pay twenty dollars to put it on your toast then (laughs) As an added bonus, it won't come off the knife and it'll get everywhere. It'll just spill everywhere and you don't know how. Leave a trail of stickiness throughout your entire kitchen and all your flatware. But don't forget, the jars are so small. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My other answer for this would be like, what if it was like Diet Coke? Like, what if it was something that like you cut off a tree branch and it was just like, like, and you got a geyser full of, like, it was just a substance that flowed wasn't as viscous like flowed fully yeah Yeah. (laughs) i would be a lumberjack then (laughs) i'm imagining you like being an outdoors person just like cutting a tree like branch off a tree and just like it's a water fountain covered (laughs) i um friend of the pod meredith uh gave me leftover like they had some diet pepsi we are famously diet coke folks in this world um and I was like, how different could it really taste? So she was like, take this, took it. I'm telling you, it tastes really different. It does. Pe- it Pepsi is- and Coke really taste different. Yes. And I don't drink Pepsi a lot. I'm, I am a Diet Coke gal. So I was like, well, I'm probably misremembering. I was not misremembering. I was not misremembering. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's really not interchangeable. It really is kind of apples and oranges. I mean, yeah. 
Society needs to recognize that more. Yeah. And one of those is correct and one of those is wrong and everyone should be punished who's wrong. You're a Coke guy, right? Yeah. Oh, Thank yeah. God. Thank God. Yeah, for, for sure. Also sticky. Yeah. Also sticky if it, yeah, if it ends up somewhere. Um, still relevant. For everybody keeping track at home, still relevant. So, Paula, um, the other thing that sticky makes me think of is the old joke. What's long, brown, and sticky? Ew. What? A stick. Oh, that's like one of those kid jokes. Yeah, it's like a kid joke. Uh, if anything, it's actually dadjokes.org. Oh, dad. Is that a website? It is a website. Dadjokes.org is a website. Of course that's a website. They are dadjokes.org, the best dad jokes and puns on the internet. Well, I'll be the judge of that. Um, so I was thinking maybe that we could go to a URL here and we could see what we could do about delivering some of these jokes as professional comedians, sure. put our kind of like little bit of spin on them and see how, how good they are, you know, because in the hands of a professional rather than just a dad, you know what I mean? Like how does, how does this baby hum? Cause because I think these are supposed to be delivered in a very dad joke way. So you're saying we should deliver them like like a stand-up comic. Yeah, the exactly. Worst jokes, the worst jokes imaginable. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I am dropping a link into the chat. Oh, I got it. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Paula. I'm your host for tonight. Who here's from out of town? Awesome. Awesome. Anybody here ever seen live comedy before? I'm seeing some hands up. Well, for those who haven't, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Chuckle Hut. Thank you so much. Awesome. So I'm going to get us started with a couple jokes. Who here? Who here's on a date tonight? Woo. These folks. All right. These folks in the front row are on a date tonight. Well, I got a joke for you. It's actually our and first date. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. I do the talking. Uh, so I guess we're my joke we're is. from town, but we've never seen live comedy before. Very cool. Very cool. Security? The, pa the pandemic was, was really hard and we <laughs> thought we would try new things. We all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna start. Okay, cool. <laughs> I just burst out crying. Um, do you know that one time I was doing a stand-up show, we would get heckled all the time um, at comedy sports, and this guy was in the front row doing his dragging his finger across his neck like he was gonna kill us the whole show. What? Isn't that the most unhinged thing you've ever heard? Was he in charge? Well, I have one. I have one follow up question. Was he in yeah. charge of the show, and had you gone over time? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we did not know him. Um, okay. Anyway. Oh, okay. So, who here's online dating? These folks are awesome. Well, let me get my set started. Initially, I didn't believe my chiropractor was any good, but now I stand corrected. Thanks, folks. That's my time. I see the light going on. Tip your server. It's been Paula Skaggs. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> It's pretty good. Thanks. Yeah. Your turn. Okay. Hey, hi everybody. Welcome back. <laughs> kind of wild, right? Be being a being a room again. Oh, I love the energy. No pandemic stuff. Oh no, we're all sick of pandemic stuff, right? You know what I mean? Uh, and I throw out all my cards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just going through all of them. Like, oh, all right, this is all pandemic stuff. Um, okay. Um. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm I, I have some prominent facial features. You know what I mean? 
like uh, I got I've got very strong eyebrows and my nose is is uh, pretty big. Um, but you know what my nose will never be is twelve inches long because that would be a foot. Sorry, can you repeat that? I was drinking my drink too loud and the ice was blaring. The ice, oh, the ice was blaring. Yeah. yeah okay. I'll do. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it again from the top. Right. Um, I I have some prominent facial features, uh, including my my strong eyebrows and strong nose. I love and, this ice. <laughs> uh, ma'am. Uh, ma'am, do you mind if we? I'm I'm working on my. I'm I'm in the middle of a joke. Are you making a toast? Is that what's I'm happening? I'm just drinking my ice. <laughs> Look, the only thing I like in this whole world is going to live comedy, ordering a cup full of ice, and shaking it, okay? Let me have my thing. Do you do you chew the ice? Ew, chewing ice? How rude. <laughs> anyway, my nose would be a foot. Thank you. That's my time. Woo! Woo! Way to go! <laughs> um... What if you would have just snapped? You would have just been like, I worked my whole ass off for an entire quarantine to come up with this. <laughs> exactly. Do you, do you ever sit back and think about how many solo shows are going to be like coming out now that theaters are opening and they're all going to be called like party of one or like solo dancing. Yeah. Solo dancing on my own and every single one Mass is going to be required. About- <sighs> God, no. And every single one is going to be about uh, quarantining alone. And the poster for all, like, close your eyes, open your eyes. You walk into a coffee shop, you know, there's the cork board. It is just covered in posters of all solo shows, all variations of the name, but every single one is a chair sitting under a light and no one's in it. Oh, yeah. Or alternatively, it's just people in a bathroom being like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be like on the Zoom be, screen. Oh, yeah, it's on the Zoom screen. Or it'll be called "Can I Wear Sweats to This?" My life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So we used to. I did a solo show in college, um, and we used to play this game, which was like, it, what your solo show should actually be called. So it'd be like me inventing a problem again, a solo show by Josh Linden. <laughs> Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Something like that. So I like uh, that one. Yeah. It's a way to roast yourself and your friends. Try it at home. Um, but that does make me think of 1990s candy, which was, it was a distinct period in our candy universe, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the distinguishing feature is it was all just sticky, chaotic messes. Who allowed us to have this? Who made these candies? And why did our parents buy them? I am thinking of ring pops, which was just a, what would you say? Two and a half inch long sticky vortex on your hand, attracting all the dirt, all the grass. Well, at least someone put a ring on it. Am I right? You were just waiting for that one. (laughs) I was, I was just sitting here waiting for it. No, I mean, I think the dirtiest thing in the universe is a child's hand, right? It's, yeah, it's like absolutely because kids are just like mm. it was what you said earlier today. Like kids are just like, I do have to touch that. I am yeah. gonna need to touch that and then touch myself. I haven't have to do all that. And and then you just add in just sticky, sticky, sticky sugar that they put their mouth all over. And we had the ring pops, and then there were so many different things in this era that would be powder 
that you dip something else into. So like oh. a baby bottle pop that was just a cup of sugar. Yeah, I mean, also, every most of the candies in the 90s were just, they were like, well, what if we did drugs instead? What if we just turned drugs into candy? So yeah. like fun dip? It's literally like, let me just put a little packet of sugar in my lip. Oh, yeah. It's the equivalent of like the time that I worked at summer camp and it was really hot outside. And the camp director told all of us, because we were all like college students. She was like, so the kids need to drink water today. I know you all know drinking games. Just call them something else and play them with the kids with water. So like playing flip cup with the kids well, just to get them to drink sometime. water. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it's the equivalent of like, well, if they're going to do chew anyway, later on, might as well put, get them might started well early. Teach them how to do it right. Yeah, exactly. The thing with the hand where you do the thing that I never learned how to do. Wild. Wild. Yeah. I mean, I think it was like, to your point, there were so many like, vectors of stickiness on 90s candy that i feel like doesn't exist as much like everything was either like you said like a powder that could get everywhere or something that was went out of your mouth more than once is that yeah. a way to say it it's yeah. like you got it sticky yourself and then you were supposed to like even like a Ugh. like a what's the thing like the like, there's the ball that you suck on in your mouth. The enormous jawbreakers. Yeah. They would just make jawbreakers that were the size of a baseball. Yeah. Were you just supposed to hold that and lick it? Or just like, or even fireballs where it's like, it's too cinnamony. I have to put it somewhere. So I guess I'm just going to hold it and then yeah. put it back in my mouth and then Kids take it out. disgusting. Yeah, absolutely gross. Now, Wild. I think we could have made a fortune on a sterile uh, gumball holder. TM, 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 TM. Yeah, yeah. That is that is obviously the next place our card game is going to go. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. No wrong answers. Jawbreakers No wrong only. answers. Card games and sterile gumball holders. Yeah, exactly. And, and high-end medical equipment. And high-end medical equipment. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us. I think that's going to do it. We don't have any earnest moments this week, but uh, if you have an earnest moment that you'd like to share with us, maybe about your kite string box, which you can get ah! at kite string underscore uh, kite underscore string underscore cantina on Instagram or just Google them. Uh, send them into us at being earnest pod or being earnest pod at gmail.com. Thank you, as always, to Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. You can find her on Instagram at at rb cruiser and thank you as always to dylan dutch for our beautiful theme song he is uh everywhere that music lives uh with his his music project called death love check him out we we are huge fans and you can always get no wrong answers our conversation card game it's great for memorial day if you're going to be around people if you want to get back out and have a fun park hang or if you're having people over for a dinner party, uh, NoWrongAnswersGame.com, or you can get it at Foresighted, any of their locations, and soon at the Wonder Museum here in Chicago. Woo! And until next week, just remember, I just love ice! I, I just love, love ice. ice! Breathe! Thanks, everybody. Have a good week. Bye!